Hey everybody, in this week of Guys Talking Sports, we're going to get into the NBA playoffs. This is coming down to the wire. Who's in, who's out, who's our picks for the East and the West. And uh, we also touch on a little bit of baseball and how can the Yankees have, are having such a slow start. This week of Guys Talking Sports. Hey, what's up, everybody? On this week's edition of Guys Talking Sports is going to be me, Al, and Ace, or me, Ace, and Al, whenever he comes back in and forth, <laughs> shooting this shit and talking about sports and all the stuff that's going on good for this week in sports. So how you doing, big man? Ah, man, another another week. Wow, I was just winding down with the, uh, the NBA and just winding down, period. So it should be uh, – should be some interesting conversations moving forward now that it's coming to the NBA playoffs. Oh, yes, indeed. I mean, you know, it kind of snuck up on me. I didn't realize that this weekend, I believe, is the start of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right. So we're down to the last few games. Uh, I was just looking. I mean, it's getting really tight in the West. I mean, you know, one, two, and, and three, for the most part, are pretty much secure. But everything else below that is, is a toss-up. Right. So, um, and, on the, um, and on the east side, I mean, um, I think Toronto secured the number one spot. Um, who was it? Boston that did number two. And um, right now, number three is going to be between um, the 76ers and Cleveland, which should be very interesting depending on who hits the three seed and who hits the four seed. Right. Um, so, I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, I guess we can go through the east. What did you um, – expectations and predictions of the um the east well, or or what are you more most interested in seeing uh well bottom line is until until it, it actually happens the east still runs through cleveland regardless if they're the one seed or the eight seed reigning three-time nba east you know the eastern conference champion um lebron is Playing like a madman. Um, I still predict Cleveland to come out. There's definitely not going to be a cakewalk. Um, Philly's going to surprise. I think Philly might win their first round, um, depending on the seedings. Uh, Boston, Boston may or may not come out of the first round. I mean, sometimes they look really good, though they don't have Kyrie, and then other times they don't look as good. So I guess it just depends on the draw. Whoever Boston gets, I believe that that series will probably go six or possibly seven. Um, outside of the top four, you know, Washington has been playing suspect. They were playing really good without Wall. Then Wall came back, then he started playing suspect. <laughs> um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's starting to get their think there's their stuff together. Miami, um, who's pulling up the the, uh, the bottom? I was trying to look for playoff standings and I couldn't. Uh, let me see. Let me go here. Right now, the number eight seed is is uh is uh the Wizards, and I think that's um I think number six through eight in the East is a little bit of like a toss up between the Bucks, the Heat. In the uh, the Wizards, because mm. I think it's like really the Bucks got 40, 44 wins, the Heat got forty three, and the Wizards got forty two. Right. Well, I will say this: if Cleveland stays at four and they got to play the Pacers, that four or five series, that's going to be an interesting series. Um, I don't think I think that probably goes six games. Cleveland coming out of there. Um. I don't see Toronto having any issues with Washington. Though Washington could, Washington probably would be the scary eight seed because of the talent. They had the talent, but they just aren't playing up to their expectations unless you sit wall and then all of a sudden <laughs> Washington plays like they could probably beat anybody. Um, <laughs> so... I guess the X factor to me in the East, if I had to put an X factor, uh, could 
should be Washington if they come out there and play. Because Toronto, even though they played well in the regular season, Toronto still hasn't proven to me to be ready for the playoffs. Uh, so, again, my preference, I still say, is Cleveland is to lose. And it's very much possible that they, they could. I mean, they, they won 50 games, but this was a very hard-fought 50 games that they won this year. So, um, whoever comes out of the East is probably going to just – destroyed by the West, but (laughs) (laughs) But I guess that's the way I would look at it. I still think that uh, Cleveland's coming out, then I would say Washington is my dark horse. (laughs) Yeah, the way I'm looking at things right now, I mean, I I think it's going to be the East. I think actually the East and the West, I think it's probably going to be some really really competitive games because I think – a lot of the teams, I think, more so are a little bit more balanced in past years. I think the East is a lot more balanced due to some injuries, of course, with, you know, Kyrie out in Boston. You got Smart. He's going to be coming back, but you don't know how he's really going to be. Um, Walls has just came back, but we're not sure how he's going to be really in the playoffs because he doesn't really play that, you know, that significant amount of games. So my thing is I agree with you. I mean, right now I still think – um, LeBron turns it up another notch in, in the playoffs. Um, right now, I think if he stays at the four and five seed, I think the Indiana Pacers is going to be a, a relatively competitive series. But I still think Cleveland gets it. But I think that, as far as in my opinion, as far as LeBron is concerned, this is probably going to be, in my opinion, his last year where he's going to probably really have a relatively, I don't want to say easy road, but a clean road to the to the um, to the finals because next year I'm pretty sure you're going to have um, Kyrie back in Boston. You're going to have um, Gordon Hayward back in Boston. Um, Philly is going to have one more year underneath their belt. I mean, um, and they're going to be pretty good. So I think it's going to be a lot harder for him to make it to the East. But this year, the Sixers, they're, they're a year away. Um, they need some playoffs experience. I don't think the process works that damn fast. So, uh <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll give it to them. They're playing a lot better. They got 50 wins, and I don't think anybody really really predicted that beginning of the season. But they've been playing some very competitive games. Um, I, I, I don't believe in Toronto. I think Boston could be a very – I think Boston can get bounced out the first round if they, don't, if they sleep on whether it's the Heat or the Wizards, depending on who they catch. But um, I would love to see the Sixers in Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals, even though I'm not 100% sure the Sixers are going to make it to the Finals. No. Can I, can I, can I, can I jump in? Can, can, can I jump in here? Anytime. Um, anytime. He's back. Welcome, welcome sir. Uh, um, thank you. First of all, thank you. Um, appreciate everybody. Um, I was listening. Well, I was I was listening um, in. So, um, so I'm taking that y'all talking about the Eastern Conference and the NBA. You know, the who's the the chances and all that's going off with the Eastern Conference playoffs, right? That is correct. Okay. Not, yeah. Okay. Um, real quick. Um, I last I guess the previous week I was talking about you know before about Philadelphia the 76ers like not do not sleep on them. You know, um, they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. I'm going to change that. I'm going to say now that the Philadelphia 76ers, as they currently stand, is going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm making a bold prediction. Oh, write that down, Ace. Write that down. (laughs) And the reason why I'm saying this is, and to be honest, I really didn't even think about it because I heard Stephen A. Smith said it. And when Stephen A. said it, I was like, I was thinking how, but then the more I started thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page with him. I completely believe that, and I'm completely behind that. The way that they're seated right now, they're in the third seed locked. So, to be honest, they wouldn't play Cleveland until the finals, the Eastern Conference finals. That so is correct. That would be – you would have Toronto at one, Boston at two, Philly at three, Cleveland at four. Um, so Boston, yeah, without Kyrie Irving, 
I just don't see them going to the conference finals with the current roster that they have. You know, Marcus Smart is coming back. I still believe that the Sixers can possibly beat the Boston Celtics to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, no, with that being said, I do agree with what y'all said about Cleveland. Um, they're definitely making a lot of noise, but I just don't have – I have them in Toronto pretty much in a toss-up for the, the other spot for the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I don't have faith in Toronto. And, and to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I don't have them as the clear-cut favorite in because I said this before about Toronto. They play well in the regular season, but they completely just drop in the playoffs. And, and I said this before, if they drop this time in the playoffs, I don't want to hear nothing about Toronto in the regular season ever again. How good they're playing, I don't want to hear nothing because they have the best bench right now in the Eastern Conference. To be honest, they have the best bench, quite frankly, arguably in the NBA. So um, I just don't have the faith in Toronto just yet, even though they're the number one seed in a lot. Well, let me also, ask you this. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. I'm just looking at the playoff picture here. So let's just say if, if everything stays the same, Philly plays Milwaukee in the first round and they beat Milwaukee. But then I'm thinking Philly would have to play Miami next. The winner of the Boston, Miami, I think. Seriously? Okay. And yeah. I have a strange feeling that Miami is going to beat Boston. No, they would be – hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, Toronto would play the Wizards, and uh, Boston would play the Heat. I thought it was the Heat. Yeah, yeah. Boston and plays then, the And then um, – Wouldn't the two Philly, sevens? Philly, the Philly would play the Bucks, and they would be in the it would be in a bracket with um with Toronto. Correct. Cleveland would be in a bracket with the number two seed. Yeah, I see. Okay, okay. Never mind. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, because then it totally, it totally. Uh, they went. Whoa, Cleveland is the fourth seed, right? Yeah. Yes. No, seven. Would, no, you're right. If there was a win, they would play. Uh, They'll play, play number one. They'll play Toronto, yeah, because Toronto would get the lower seed. And then, yeah, you're right. My bad. So, so the winner of Cleveland right now, where it currently stands, the winner of Cleveland, I mean, ah, let's do this. The winner of Toronto and the Washington series would play against the winner of Boston and the Miami Heat. Okay. That can't be because you said Toronto and, and the Wizards? Y yes. They can't be because one. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Toronto <laughs> and Wizards would play the winner of Cleveland, Indiana. Sorry. Correct. Yeah. That's what it is. And um, the winner of the Boston Miami series would play the winner of uh, of um, Philly and the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. That's how. That's how. If that pans out, Philly could could play. Um, could play um, Cleveland in the finals. Yes, or, or Toronto in the finals. Yeah, yeah. or I, Toronto. I don't have, like I said before. I know you guys pick Cleveland. I just don't. And all honestly, as much as everybody's saying Cleveland will be in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm not 100 percent sold. If they do, they'll be in a tough. They, they're going. This is probably going to be their toughest road getting there. Because it, I don't think Indiana is an easy out. Indiana's not an easy out. I, I just haven't, to me, off of the regular season in the last couple of games, I just haven't seen enough from Toronto to, to be for certain in a seven-game series that they could, you know, knock out the King. Now, if this was the old way where it was, you know, not that old way, it would still be a seven-game series. But if it was like a one- or two-game thing, I can definitely see Toronto stealing and surprising them, but in a seven-game series, I just have a hard time seeing it. But to be, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I to be honest, I just don't trust Cleveland's team yet. And 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 I'm not saying it because of just you know because of course it's LeBron's team. I'm just saying I don't trust the nucleus surrounding that yet. Because let's be honest, outside of Kevin Love. I mean, who is going to be your next reliable go-to person? I mean, 
J.R. Smith is now finally coming out the, the, to the light and starting to shoot better. But who's to say he's going to – that switch is going to go off in the playoffs? Like, I just don't – A flicker, I, as usual. Yeah, it is. To be honest, I, 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 think, I think J.R. Smith will give him – will give Cleveland at least one game in, in the series. He always does. Every, every series he gives at least one, except for the past couple finals where he kind of disappears. But, but that's – but that's my point. Like, that's what they're going to rely on. Like, to be honest, he's going to be the X factor that they need. I mean, because everybody knows LeBron's going to get his, Kevin's going to get his. If J.R. Smith is not in the, in the mix or if Kyle Quarter, Culver is not shooting well, you know, who, who's to say that that is going to make a difference? So I, I just don't – and I'm not saying that from that standpoint, more point the fact that I just don't – know how Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, these young guys is going to be in the playoffs yet. I haven't seen them play a playoff game yet. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do in the first round because that will determine whether or not, to me, if they're ready for the prime time light in the playoffs or if there's going to be struggles there. As long as you got a LeBron, you got a chance. So... (laughs) So then let me ask you a question. Are you trusting LeBron James more so? So it's more of a question you trust LeBron James more so than um, uh, the Toronto Raptors, for say, as a team? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because LeBron James by himself in their first uh, championship, you know, the first first time playing Golden State in the championship when they lost in six, he damn near willed them to six hard-fought games in a championship by himself. That is true. But he's and, a and he has a much yeah. better team. He has a much better team going into the playoffs at this juncture, at this junction than that first championship team that played and lost uh, to Golden State. I'm not, I'm not talking about – I know they had Kyrie and I know they had uh, Love, but they were both injured. So if you just want to take the body of the team, he has a better team that now than he did then. But the, here's my difference. The difference is, is that he had that team from day one. Like, this is now a new team that came in midway through the season. Like, I could see – what I'm saying is, like, with the regular season being the way it is, there's some, you know, some easy teams that, of course, you're going to play well against. But come playoff teams, those teams are much more tougher. So from that standpoint of it, will that team be ready and come – come postseason. That's really what the bottom line is because, let's be honest, Jordan Clarkson and those guys never really been to the playoffs. They, I don't think they had that experience to be in the playoffs. So, but I'm, then, let's look at the Cleveland's first round matchup against Indiana. They played – Indiana and Cleveland played four games, and they played all four games prior to Cleveland making their trade in, in, in February. So, Indiana hasn't even played this team. That is true. So, it, it's a huge unknown to Indiana. So I give my, you know, I, I got to give, I'd have to give the, the, the edge to, to Cleveland just because one of LeBron and two is the playoffs. And, you know, Indiana hasn't been in the playoffs as, uh, as of late. I'll put it like this because we all know the playoffs and we all we all know that once you hit the playoffs, these unsung heroes come out of nowhere that's been stinking up the bench and do absolutely crap. But then all of a sudden, playoff time hit, these guys play like lights out for LeBron. We've seen it for the last seven freaking years. I can go through the laundry list of guys that don't play with them now that have done it. So if I was a betting man, I would at least put money on the fact that LeBron can at least get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I even go so far as I'll give it a two-two split between Toronto and um, Cleveland if that's if that's where they you know fall into place. So I'll give them a two-two split, which means now you got you know the best you know what uh, you know the best out of what four four five you know three three games left. One. At that point, I think it's it could be a toss-up if it's two-two, but I'll give Toronto. I'm gonna give Toronto at least two games against Cleveland. I I I don't know. I I could. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I could see if it's Toronto or Cleveland. I could see a seven game series. I, I could literally. 
I could literally see a seven-game series. Um, to be honest with you, if, I, I just don't – I it's too balanced right now for me to say this, but I, I, the way I'm looking at Philly right now, I, I, I'm, I would be very scared of that team, all jokes aside. Even if Cleveland plays Philly – I think Ben Simmons and LeBron cancel each other out. So that, that So you got well, Embiid and shooters? I, I just don't know. I, I'll put it like this. I just don't see it being a cakewalk for Cleveland if they make it to the, to the final. Oh, no. Definitely not a cakewalk. Definitely not a cakewalk. But, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm saying if I, it's, it's LeBron's to lose. Hmm. I put it like this. He, it's a one-man show at this particular point. So, I mean, with Kevin Love putting in what he can contribute, but I think this is probably going to be the most work he's going to put get into the final since the first year he was in Cleveland. So he could, in theory, make it all the way there and be totally drained and get dusted by whoever is the West, Western Conference Finals. I mean, representative. I agree with you on that. He's been playing lights out for 82 games. He, he done gave it all, and who? Well, not who. He may not have given a hundred percent. Okay, I'm, I was about to say who. Wait, who is you talking about? But, but <laughs> I'm sure January. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he got his points though. Yeah. What? All right, yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. He got his points. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, from he took, the, he took the month of January off. Yeah, he definitely took the month of January off. It still baffles me the fact that people still talking about he's he's MVP. Still baffles. Yeah. Sorry, fellas. So now, so now we, we we've we've uh, mushed the the um Eastern Conference. The Western Conference is much much more uh <laughs> much much more convoluted. Where you have. Um, for the eighth seed, all separated by one damn game. I mean, Utah right now, number four, 47 wins. Pelicans, number five, 47 wins. San Antonio, 60, 47 wins. Oklahoma City, 47 wins. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, 46 wins. So right now it's going to go right down to the last goddamn night of who's going to be <laughs> four through eight. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what's interesting? You know what's interesting? It's It's – I don't know if the league is actually balanced or some of the trades that took place or some of the things that took place because some of the teams in the West couldn't make the playoffs in the East. Shocking. <laughs> uh, are you sure about that? Cause I mean, some could, but some couldn't. I mean, if you're just taking it based on eight teams, only, only three teams in the West could possibly – Overtake three teams from the East. And uh, flip that back because you got number six through eight on the um, the the East. That's not even better. Have, don't don't have better records than um, four through eight on the West. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, as far as uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still shocking that, to me, it seems as though there's better records in the East more so than the West as far as playoff teams. Surprise, shocking me. <laughs> yeah, yes. I guess that's where I was trying to go with that. You know, you got Houston and Golden State as the cream of the crop, and it just looks like everybody else is just crap when it comes to the West. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious to see what that um... – what that six, seven, and eight is going to look like because right now I think Oklahoma City, depending on where they fall, I think that's probably the scariest team in the um the scariest team right there in in, uh, in the West and could be. I think if Go OKC would catch Golden State, the way Golden State has been playing, and if they ain't got um, Steph Curry at 100, percent I could see Oklahoma City taking them out in seven. Predicated to the fact that Paul George and Melo actually come to play, if it's all um, if it's all Westbrook one man show, then no. But if Paul George and let's say Paul George and a half of Melo in a in a um, in a, in a Westbrook playing lights out, 
I think they could sneak up and upset um, Golden State. They do have the talent to do it. That's really what the bottom line is. They definitely have the talent to, to, uh, to upset. And the question is, really, will they show up? That's the, well, let me take that back. The, as a team, the question is, will they show up? Because you know there's going to be certain people that's already going to be already primed for it, but will the rest of the team show up? That's really what the bottom line with OKC. And it's crazy the fact that right now, Denver and Minnesota has a playing game to whoever wins that matchup tomorrow is going to make it into it has that last spot claim. So it's this the West is going to have I think they're going to have plenty. It's going to be a long series no matter what first round, second round, Western Conference finals. I think it's going to be a long series. There's going to be series that probably go six or seven games. So given how the things it, it works out right now, because the one, two, and the one, at least the one, two C is, is pretty much secure with three through eight all, you know, it'd probably be decided between tonight and tomorrow. But do you guys, do you guys think that um, either the Rockets and Dakota State do make it to the Western Conference Finals or do you see one of them losing before they get there? Um... Uh, personally, and this may sound crazy, but uh, this is a, a Dan Tony led squad. And to my knowledge, and please correct me if I'm wrong, and if you could take this back to Phoenix, LA, wherever, has a Dan Tony squad who's been really good in the regular season ever made it to a Western Western Conference final? Uh, I think Phoenix did with Steve Nash and that that crew. Yeah, but did they win it? No. Then I'd have to say Houston is going to get eliminated. <laughs> I'm just going based off of just a uh, track record. Hey Ace, I'm going to do you one better. If Houston plays San Antonio, that's when they're going to lose. Hmm. Think so. Do you think Kawhi will come back for the playoffs, or is he done? That's a tough subject. <laughs> comes back or not, I, I, whether he comes back or not, I don't think he's going to. He's not going to be in NBA shape anyway, so I don't think he plays to play. I, I, personally, I think he's done in San Antonio. My personal opinion, but if he hasn't come back, if he hasn't come back yet, he's not coming back for the playoffs. Hey Kawhi, listen to me, Kawhi. If you're done with San Antonio, there's another black and white team that has your name on it. And I'm making this pitch to you. You have, you know the GM very well. So I'm just going to let that sink into your head for a second. You know the GM very well. You could come to the eastern side of the black and white. I'm just going to leave it like that. Is Brooklyn in the house? <laughs> just saying. Go welcome you with open arms. It wouldn't shock me if Cleveland tried to pull the trigger and try to get Kawhi. I heard that too. Because they got Kawhi. Wow. That'd be something interesting. But they could they I just can't see them keeping everybody there and adding Kawhi. That would be very difficult. Someone has to go. Well, I mean, some, 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 a couple of them young gunners got to go. <laughs> Why does always got to be the young gunners? Why can't it be older folks? But that's because that's how Cleveland roll. It's LeBron's. It's LeBron's take. LeBron gonna say uh, Clarkson and other dudes yeah, take them. Give me Kawhi. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> then they'll give up. Then they'll, they'll come off of that next pick. <laughs> yeah. So what you saying? He's gonna Isaiah Thomas them out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you, can, can we take a, take a moment back? I know we still need to discuss the Western Conference. I don't even know if it's worth discussing the Western Conference. But, Actually, it is. Um, I, I, have a, I have a theory about that. Okay, then really quick. Um, in light of the Isaiah Thomas being shut out for the rest of the season with another hip injury, hip surgery, in light of 
and I know we probably touched on this last week, in light of Kyrie's knee issue, which they said that if Cleveland hadn't shopped Kyrie, Kyrie was going to sit out the year anyway to get the knee surgery. At least that's what I've heard through conspiracy theories. Who makes out? Who makes out in this? I mean, in the long run, Boston probably makes out. But then I read an article where should uh, should Boston be worried about this sort of a knee injury because there have been some other players who've had this sort of a knee injury and it just never came back the same, especially playing basketball. Um, I think I read it on either Bleacher Report or ESPN. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, will Isaiah ever be the team? Be the same? Who flees to? Who got the best of the deal? Just considering everything that's happening to what this to right now, leading into the playoffs, who came out on top? I, I guess this is a debate that could be going on from now until Kingdom Come. But if we're just talking about today and this season, not next year and years to come, today and this season. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean. Is almost Cleveland by default because of the injuries to Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving. But, I mean, that's really what the – I mean, yeah. No, it's, it's, I would say it's Cleveland by default for right now, this season, because the other two are not playing right now. So, I don't know. It's just – Earl, what do you think? I think it's – it's – it's it's inconclusive because Cleveland did another trade after that trade, which involves some of the people that they traded for. So I would have to go back to where both teams were before the trade happened to see who got the better of the deal. And at that particular point, I'll have to go to Boston. Okay. Now, but I, I, you're saying for this season, right? This season this alone. This season alone. Think- yeah, if I take this season and I'm only taking the, the pieces that were traded for, I'm not talking about whatever happened afterwards. I'm talking about the pieces that were traded and what happened before Cleveland did another trade. Then I would have to say, in my opinion, both of them got fleeced. But who made out better with the deal at that particular point? It was it was Boston. I, you know you're what? The, you're talking about the initial trade itself? If you're talking about the trade where it involved Kyrie and, and, and Isaiah Thomas, you're talking about the players that were swapped, that's what I can go on. Because right after that, Cleveland did another trade with some of the players that they got from Boston, where Boston didn't do another trade. So, like I said, it's kind of inconclusive. I can go on the record to say Boston because they have a better record than Cleveland. But if I go back to the actual trade parts that went and how they played after that fact, I will have to go with Boston. You know what? I, I changed my mind. I, I also go with Boston. Um, just not just for that as well, but for the fact that even if Kyrie is out, I think he made a better player in Terry Rozier. Um, and in doing that, I think it helps set up Boston from where they are right now. So if Kyrie was out, they have a service, serviceable guard in um, Terry Rozier to help them in the playoffs as well. So I think from that standpoint, I, I choose Boston as well. Okay, cool. All right, so not, I'm sorry to take away from the Western uh, no, no, it's cool. The Western Conference, and uh, I'm curious about your theory there, sir. I have a hard time seeing the Gold State Warriors going to four NBA Finals. That team right now is playing uninspired, bored basketball, and I'm sure they can probably flip the switch but that trade for Kevin Durant is coming back to bite them in the ass right now because their bench got depleted. But hold up. They, last season, they pretty much re-signed their top three guys off the bench. Not all of them. You had to give up a lot to make cap space for Kevin Durant. So they got rid of a lot of people but kept who they can keep. They kicked out a lot of money to keep um, you know, you know, Iggy out there for some money. But they left a lot of their other serviceable bench players. Now I give them Brandon Cook. It's um, Cooks for um, Golden State has been playing some serious balls, so they found their backup point guard. But I mean, the bench play has not been as it was three years up until this point. You had to give. You had to give to get Kevin Durant or resign Kevin Durant. Put it like that. Livingston's still there, right? 
Livingston and Iggy were probably the, the top two free agents. I mean, the top two bench players that they wanted to keep. They gutted. Uh, um, they let go a lot of good good players. Yeah, Ian Clark for one um, was a great pay, was a good player for him as a backup role. Yeah, I agree. They definitely is not the, their bench is not as what it used to be. But I will say that them adding Nick Young and um, some of the other pieces for the minimum contracts, I think that really helped them out a little bit. But we'll see if they're playoff ready because their chemistry is for the benches now, you know, is completely different. Mm-hmm. And Golden State, you know, you're right, Earl. They're so uninspired right now. Like, this is just at a point where it's starting to become more ridiculous. Like, it seems like Kevin Durant is just now picking up more bad habits now, hanging with Golden State a little bit. It seems as though that he's taking on that bad boy persona and now complaining about the refs, you know, with all these calls and stuff like that. And speaking of which, I got to say this. (laughs) I got to say this. No, I really do got to say this. All jokes aside, any NBA player should not have any gripe with the refs, with the exception of two players, Spencer Dinwiddie and I forgot the other person, because they was the only two players that went to that um, meeting during the All-Star break with the NBA refs. That ref meeting that they were supposed to have where everybody, the players were supposed to meet up with the refs, only two players went. So I don't understand why NBA players are still griping at referees, talking about complaining about bad calls and all that stuff going on when you didn't even sit down with the refs to see how, you know, to, to work something out. So I don't want to hear complaints from Kevin Durant. I don't want to hear complaints about anybody from an NBA perspective, from a player perspective, about refs and, you know, all the refs are not doing what they're supposed to do. You don't have any gripe to complain about if you didn't go to the meeting to at least work something out with the refs. That's my only gripe about that. Sorry. I'm off. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's crazy. Like, you're going to sit and complain about refs, but you didn't go to work something out to figure out a way so that the refs and you could work some type of agreement. Like, it was open invitation. I just don't understand why you didn't go. But you complain and boast about it the most. It's it's, it's ludicrous. But I digress. Go to state. <laughs> tell, tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. No, I'm 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 done with that. I I just find it like, why are you complaining? You didn't even talk with the refs to see what's going on. You get ejected, complaining about the refs doing this, complaining about the refs no call. Like it's it's crazy. Like just just focus. All right, just focus on basketball. I'm done with that. Um. <laughs> No, we, need to, we, we need to uh, incorporate uh, Al's grind your gears moment. Uh, he has Al, a, Al he gears grind. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I don't want that to be a, a, a regular thing here. So. Uh, well, I would say with, with the Western Conference Finals, I think that um, I think actually Golden State Warriors probably do need to play OKC. Because I think OKC is probably the only team out there outside of the Houston Rockets that I think that'll probably get their blood boiling and probably get them up for the challenge. Yeah, I, I would, I, to me personally, I would love to see a Golden State um, OKC matchup. That'll be a rivalry for, 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 for real. <laughs> I think, I, 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 and I think Kerr, you know, probably would prefer it or like that because I think he sees his team being very apathetic right now and they need, they need, uh, they need a, a 3 1 hitting the head to kind of wake them up and get them ready to ball. I'm curious to know how much better the Pelicans would be if Boogie didn't didn't rupture his Achilles. Ooh. I think. I'm sorry. I I think they'd probably be at least maybe anywhere between five, five, ten better five to ten games so that would then put them possibly a two seed maybe well, definitely a i'll probably three. say maybe a, a three i'll probably say a three seed i mean because they're already i mean they're already one game out from being a three seed there was already a three seed when um boogie was um with them still 
They was the number three team in the West. You right? Yeah, were they? Yeah. I think they'll probably be a solid three seed right about now. Well, the way Golden State's been playing, they possibly could be a two. It's just that nobody else, you know, Portland is probably a player away from being a, a, a much better team than what they are. Oklahoma City definitely underachieved this season. San Antonio did well considering they had no uh, no Kawhi. Uh, things could be a hell of a lot different if, if Boogie was healthy. And the, the West, you know, then you're talking about Golden State possibly being a three. Uh, three versus six. You know, you can't even – I can't even fathom what the – what the the playoff seating would look like, considering if uh, the Clippers didn't trade away, uh, oh boy, who Chris Paul? No, Blake Griffin. Yeah, because mm. think about it, they, they're only out by four games. Nah, I don't think that would affect it. I don't think that would affect the the difference. I still would. They wouldn't have made it if they had Blake Griffin. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. But I so, you, so you don't think Blake Griffin was enough to get Clippers at least four more, four more wins? Blake Griffin wasn't enough to get Detroit the wins that needed to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but Detroit. Uh, so you're trying to say Detroit. Let me look at their record. Uh, I, think hmm. maybe Blake, I think maybe Blake gets them at best an HC. I think so, too. And that's a talk, and, and and that's possible. But I think at, at best, maybe an eight seed. But I still think they could have been right on the verge of the outside looking in. I can see them giving them a couple of games, but I still, yeah, I agree with you. They'd have still been on the outside looking in. It's this. It's this been a crazy, crazy season. A lot of, uh, a lot of. Unexpected type of situations. Nobody expected Cleveland to be to play that bad. Nobody expected Golden State to have the injuries that they had. You know, but, but Cleveland's golden, you know, Cleveland's big three all got hurt at one point or the other. Yeah, but but here here's my thing and and here's my quick rant about it, you know. <laughs> Like you said, the East is, I guess, LeBron's to lose. You want to call it that. But if he loses, he probably won't lose the first round. But let's say he gets to the West. Let's say he gets to the NBA Finals and meets either the Rockets or Golden State. I'll give him. I'll give him Golden State. And if he loses to Golden State again, people need to quiet the better than MJ. Quiet as better than Kobe quiet as being you know the, you know the most dominant figure because all you're doing right now is doing data um data analytics about statistics to prop up people's argument to say that lebron james is as good or better than michael jordan right now that's all they have is analytics and numbers and stats because he can stuff the stat sheet like nobody else can but when it comes down to you know the big game when the when the, when the big chips is on the line I don't know. MVP, if he was the MVP, he would have ran with whatever team he had and didn't need to trade an additional trade, you know, to get Isaiah Thomas and other people out there. If he was the true NBA MVP like he was, like Russell Westbrook was last year, and he triple-doubled his way from start to finish with the same cast of characters that he had, which was not even as good as the cast that LeBron had on his team, and he got MVP – knock all that MVP talk off with LeBron James. He's having a good month where he's been playing lights out. But if he still loses but he still loses in the he still loses the finals, to me it still invalidates that argument that he's just as good or better than Mike. Yeah, he at the end of the day he'll probably have the stats to overtake him because he's played longer than Michael did in the NBA. However, if you're going by who you want mano a mano on that game, who has that intensity and that killer will to play, is Mike without is, – is, is Mike by a mile. Hmm. So I guess, you, I guess you're leaning in towards what Isaiah Thomas said. 
What did he say? Oh, he said if he had to choose between Mike and MJ right now to build upon, that he would choose. Uh, I'm sorry. When he chooses between LeBron and MJ, he said that he would choose LeBron. This is Zeke now. I'm not talking about IT. And then Scotty Pippen came back and was like, I can't believe he actually came out of the, you know, came out of his mouth like that. Oh, that comment. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, was, that was a little old uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, <laughs> Detroit, a little hate right there. However, if I was building a team, if I had to build a team and I had to pick between Mike and LeBron, I would pick Mike. I guess rather people, I guess it's the, I think the, the debate between Mike and LeBron is, is, uh, is not the clean debate. It was, you know, LeBron should be more up against Magic just because of what Magic can do, what LeBron can do. Magic can play five positions. LeBron can play five positions. Magic, you know, Magic was passed, but could still dice and slice you for 30 if he had to. LeBron is the same damn way. LeBron could get 34 and still drop off 14 dimes and still get 11 rebounds if he wants to. So the comparison is all wrong. Mike was just a straight cold-blooded assassin. You know, LeBron, when he needs to be, I guess he'll try to be an assassin, but he's more so a facilitator in, in, uh, in what he tries to do. And that's why I believe that's why when it comes down to that dagger, he doesn't have that dagger, uh, dagger mentality because look what happened when they played the Sixers the other night. Didn't he miss the free throws that would have tied the game up? And they ended up losing to the Sixers. What's, that's the reason why the Sixers over, overtook them for third place. Yeah, I didn't watch the game, but I think that's what I saw. Yeah, no. I like and the thing about the Sixers is that they was – the one thing that everybody was questioning, and this is why I keep saying this, because the one thing that they was questioning is the fact that they're inexperienced to um, – to be where to, you know, to decide how to close games. And in seeing what they did against Cleveland to close out that game, I think now it's saying that, you know, everybody believes now that the Sixers are for real. Uh, I, you know what, no? Because the, where the Sixers up by like 20 or 30 in that game? Yeah, and they almost lost that game. Yeah, no, Cleveland came back to that game. But what I'm saying is, is that from they could have completely imploded. That's what I'm saying. They could have completely imploded, but they escaped when, you know, so it gives them that blessing of maybe they will learn how to close games going forward. I think that's what everybody, I think what most people was thinking from that from that game. Because let's be honest, like when you're dealing with the Cleveland Cavaliers, you got to make sure you're on your game from A to Z. Like you can't. You know, you see how close it was at the end of the game. So it was a true testament to see what they could do and see if they can escape one without, you know, King James coming back and doing what he, you know, does all the time. But I agree with he's not an assassin. He is more of a facilitator, like you said. I agree mm-hmm. with you on that. I, I, to be honest, I don't understand why there's comparison between him and NJ. He kind of reminds me of uh, – he's really like – the second, not in the second, but he's the better version of Scottie Pippen in my in my estimation. <laughs> Scottie Pippen done all, you know, he did the same thing. He was a facilitator. He could bring the ball up, you know. He could shoot triples. I, I always thought that that was, you know, he was a more athletic Scottie Pippen. That was just my opinion, but, you know, that changed after a while. At least Scottie played defense. <laughs> okay. Well, LeBron, LeBron okay. played defense too, but. I mean, he can't. What he wants to. What he wants to. Um, I'm sorry. The, the the occasional chasing down someone's layup to me is not indicative of 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 defense. He played more defense, I would say, when he first came into the league. But over the last, you know, I want to say several years, boy ain't playing playing no serious defense. He cherry picks crazy. Well, I mean, hell, that's the league itself. How many teams in the league actually play defense? Minus San Antonio. None. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> San Antonio. San Antonio is the only team I know that plays defense. San Antonio is the only playoff team that's uh, who, who gives up less than 100 points a game. Well, shit, you can't really touch anybody. True, true, true. Where's the, where's the, where's the 80s and early 90s basketball when you need it? 
Yeah, I would have loved to see LeBron James back in the mid-90s wearing those sneakers, I am king, into the garden against the old Knicks with Oakley and Mason and, and X-Men and Stark and Ewan. Yeah, uh-huh. He'd have been picking himself off the ground plenty of times. I've been the first and the last time he would actually wear some sneakers like that. Even Mike didn't do that. <laughs> Mike, Mike, just dropped, Mike just dropped 40 to 50 on him and called right. it a day. <laughs> come back and shoot. Come back and drop 55 on him and say, shh. <laughs> oh, well, fellas, it's about 10 o'clock, so uh, we're around about that time. I just want to put one thing out there about baseball. God damn it, Yankees stinking up the freaking joint. Eh, 10 games. Give up right. nine runs in the sixth inning. They get they butt beat 14 to 1. Yeah, pitching ain't, pitching ain't doing nothing. But holla at me. Holla at me like mid June, July. I remember when. A Rod and company won the World Series that year. I think they started off the regular season twenty and twenty-five and end up winning the World Series. It means nothing. All right, so then don't 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 gloat if they go on a ten-game winning streak. We'll just say, hey, just wait till the summer, like you just said. Again, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean they. Uh, they're, they're, I, you know what? I, I, I appreciate they're going through a slump right now. They're not doing well right now, because when they are starting, when they turn the corner and they start doing well, lights out. Well, you know how the New York fans is, and right now, you know, you know, Boone is not getting much love at the moment. <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tip my hat to the Mets. They're doing good. All right, fellas. Well, since it's at that time, uh, we enjoyed everyone for subscribing, listening to our podcast, listening to us shoot the shit as we always do. Um, So, fellas, tell them where they can find you at. You can find me on Twitter, AdrianCat1963. That's AdrianCat1963 on Twitter. Sorry, you caught me eating. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am our calls. Again, Twitter and Instagram, I am our calls. And you can find me on, on Twitter and Snapchat and the gram, J.D. Ross, number seven, X. Everybody, that is our time. And as we always say, love, hold oh, Deuces. God bless. Have a good night. Ain't you, know, you got to go. You got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. <laughs>